Welcome to the 5 a.m. call, where the best dreams happen when you are awake. This is the first step to being successful in your business and achieving the growth you desire in your life. But it doesn't have to stop here. It's why we created BAMX, our platform for you to be the professional you need to be in this uncertain market. Not articles behind a paywall that only pontificate what you should think and do, but education that actually shows you how to do what you need in today's market. Every day, we continue to add more content to BAMX and our private Facebook community. Content that works. Content that our members have exclusive access to daily. That's why over 1,500 of you in climbing have joined us in BAMX. Use code 5AM and join the thousands of agents taking their business to the next level today. Code 5AM for 10% off. See you in BAMX. Good morning, 5AM friends. Today is Friday, January 12th, 2024, and this is Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. January always represents an interesting dynamic financially. It's a fresh start for most of us with respect to our business books, if you will. We get to start from zero. And for some of you on this call, that is an opportunity that you welcome. For others, maybe not. If we've ever met in person and gotten to chatting about true business and not just the real estate aspect of things, you've likely heard me say that I am passionate about the financial aspects. I am passionate about helping those around me build wealth and have a deeper understanding of money in general. I believe that in our industry, we don't talk about those parts of money enough. We talk about units and volume. We talk about GCI and splits. We talk about top line revenue but we don't talk about the nitty gritty of money. I know that it is a bit of a taboo topic, and in some situations I can appreciate that, but I do believe that we need to normalize these conversations between ourselves in some ways. As a business owner and an individual, I've embarked on a fascinating journey understanding and managing my own relationship with money. This journey has been instrumental not only in my personal life, but also in shaping approach to finances in my business. Growing up, my parents never talked about money, never. We also didn't have a ton of money. Being raised by a single mom who was often working three jobs just to make ends meet, there was never extra money. There was no savings account or safety net. When the monthly bills hit our mailbox each month, my mother was tense. It was palpable. My sister and I just knew that when our mother was paying bills, we didn't speak to her or ask for anything. We never learned how to save or invest because there was nothing to save or invest. Fast forward to my time in college and with all the solicitations from credit card companies and the easy access to a sum of money that I had never seen before, I instantly made some big mistakes, mistakes that took me years to correct. Those same mistakes also further deepened my fear of money. I went from watching my mom being stressed every time the monthly bills came to myself feeling stressed when the monthly bills came. Once married, I quickly delegated all financial responsibilities to my husband, thankful to never have to look at any of it. Now jump ahead to the first few years of running the business, and I was still totally and completely overwhelmed by all things financial. I refused to look at the P&L. I am ashamed to admit that there was even a period of time when I had no idea how much money I was making, how much I was spending, or how deeply negative I was running. The mere thought of money overwhelmed me. It was easier to ignore the whole thing. I had a complicated relationship with money and finances. In 2017, I lost about a half a million dollars with some, my, with some financial mistakes in the company. 
Thankfully, I had an amazing coach by my side who cared enough to ask the right questions and who pushed me to open up about what was going on. Thankfully, I trusted him enough to open up and accept his help in fixing it. Full honesty, if I hadn't gotten that help, I'm not sure I would have the business I have today or any business at all for that matter. There are some interesting statistics about how an entrepreneur's relationship with money can almost always determine whether their business venture will succeed. And the more I get involved with the agents in and out of my company, I can see that these stats are true. It's one of the tougher areas for me to navigate with my folks. But when I get the notices of unpaid taxes or have tearful conversations because someone can't pay rent this month or has no money for holiday gifts, I know that I have some level of responsibility to help them come to terms with this complicated relationship. So as I dive into my final call of the week, I would like to challenge all of you to think about your own personal relationship with money, both in your personal life and in your business life. Often they're connected, but not always. How do you feel about money? What emotions come up for you when the topic of money comes up? Do you have a pattern of recurring thoughts that arise when you interact with money? When you finish the sentence, money is blank, what's the word you automatically want to put in there? An unhealthy relationship with money differs from person to person, but in general, it's when you experience a sense of powerlessness over money, feel avoidant or grossed out by money. When your relationship with money makes you feel out of control, anxiety, financial shame, or other avoidant experiences. One of the mistakes I see people make when working on their relationship with money is thinking that a habit will fix their relationship. For example, if I only stuck to my budget, then I'd feel good about money. Or, if I earned more money, then I wouldn't avoid my money. I actually thought these same thoughts in years when I earned seven-figure incomes, yet I was still terrified of looking at statements. We must work on our relationship with money to make these changes stick. It's hard to stick to a budget when thinking about a budget makes you feel constricted and stuck. So what's the path forward? First, acknowledge your earliest roots with money. What were those first experiences? What was it like growing up in your household? What was the tone or energy around money? Second, forgive past mistakes. Striving for perfection and holding on to past money mistakes, real or perceived, is bound to make us experience what we call money shame. Third, understand your own money. Some folks call this financial literacy. While everyone's personal finance situation differs, there are three constants or pillars, if you will, of financial literacy. First is your spending plan or your budget. Second is having a way to save for midterm goals like a down payment on a house or saving for a child's education. And third is investing in your future via retirement accounts, long-term investments, and reducing or removing your debt. The fourth step is to examine your financial anxiety and list out current financial behaviors or thoughts that impede you. You are the expert on what you want your relationship with money to look like, and everyone's will be different. And finally, plan for mistakes and setbacks. As you create a healthy relationship with money, mistakes will happen. Allow yourself grace as you navigate those. So as we wrap up today's call, I hope that everyone on this call can commit to engaging in some healthy conversations around money and start to normalize open and honest dialogues on this subject. I'll see you all back here in about four weeks.